Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where you are in the world. This is Augie of the Blogger Blogger Podcast. I would like to welcome everyone to yet another episode of the show. Appreciate you guys tuning in during the uh, holiday season. Wanted to do something a little different today, um, focused on the NBA. Wanted to look at a few teams and decide if they should blow it up or if they should keep their roster intact. So that's what I kind of wanted to do today. I've looked at four and maybe a fifth team in the end that I'm going to include, um, that I'm going to look at and go through some of their stats this season and the players that they have and what they could possibly do ahead of the, I mean, the trade deadlines in what, like two months. So ahead of the trade deadline, I guess in the next month and a half or so. So the first team I want to look at is the Chicago Bulls who are 13 and 17. Offensive rating is 19th. Defensive rating is 19th. Net rating is 22nd. Pace is 30th, which is last in the league. Three-point percentage is 15th. Points per game, they're 18th. And so this is probably Zach Levine's last season in Chicago. We've already heard about teams who could possibly be interested in him. The Los Angeles Lakers, the Miami Heat, the Philadelphia 76ers. And there's been, I think, some other uh, teams mentioned in the rumors. Maybe Dallas was rumored to be interested in him as well I can't remember right now but he he's gonna garner a lot of a lot of interest for a team looking for a scorer for a score so you would see how <clears throat> teams like the Lakers and the Heat would be interested I think with the Lakers they're still trying to find a third consistent piece on this team Austin Reeves has been moved to the bench now AD and LeBron have been great this season but I think finding that third player who can step in and produce has been a little bit difficult like I said at, at times it's been Austin Reeves other times it's been Torian Prince has had some pretty big games but he's also had some pretty bad games uh, D'Angelo Russell has been terrible lately he's had some big games as well and he could kind of go off at any minute but I think adding someone like Levine would uh, be good for the Lakers but again we've seen guys who we thought would go to really good teams or play alongside LeBron and just not produce the same amount of um, points or whatever whatever have you uh, once they teamed up with him so it, it's always kind of a, almost a crapshoot it feels like there's a lot of pressure for guys when they start playing with LeBron to produce big numbers you know to, to produce numbers in the playoffs and and to contribute in, in various different ways and I think some guys are asked to contribute maybe in ways that they're not used to um, based on their previous teams so it's a little bit kind of like a fish out of water so but I fully expect this to be Zach Levine's last season in Chicago could get significant interest in and in DeMar DeRozan and, um, and Nikola Vucevic so they play together at USC now they're, they play, they're playing together for uh, the Chicago Bulls. DeMar is still mid-range assassin, so to say. Vucevic can do some nice things around the basket. He's a really good rebounder, so for teams looking for that rebounding inside presence, I think Vucevic is, is a solid player. Defensively, he's not that great. Uh, DeMar, again, he can do a lot of different things. His passing has improved. Uh, like I said, mid-range game is, is very good. Not someone who takes a lot of threes, still gets to the basket quite a bit. So, again, for teams looking for for that type of player, I think DeMar could be uh, on the open market as well. I think Patrick Williams also has a chance to get traded. So he's a former lottery pick. So he was picked right after Anthony Edwards, James Wiseman, and LaMelo Ball. Hasn't really lived up to the hype. Uh, 
10 points per game, three rebounds, 1.4 assists, 41% from three this season. And if I'm not mistaken, prior to the season, he said he wanted a $200 million contract, if I'm not mistaken. So he hasn't lived up to that. He won't get that. And I think that he's a candidate to get traded as well. Now, in his entire career, he's played for the Chicago Bulls. Maybe a change of scenery would do him good. I'm going to talk about a team later on. It's actually the next thing I'm going to talk about. They have a bunch of players on the team as well that they've drafted and that they've kind of tried to work in that just haven't panned out for them. So they could be looking to go the same way, same route as as Patrick Williams, where you know they could trade uh, some of their players that they've drafted and just haven't lived up to the hype. I think that if they do decide to blow it up, Caruso will be a prized possession as well. He's a very good defensive player. Uh, he brings you energy off the bench. Now, when he gets traded, will his role change in terms of is he starting? Is he coming off the bench? What's his role? And I think when it comes to that, his role could become different. His numbers could become different. What you expect from him would become different. I think that he's great off the bench, and I would keep him there if I'm a team looking to add, uh, I guess, a veteran guard. He's been in the league for a number of years now. So if a team is looking to add that guard, um, I would keep him coming off the bench. And he's, like I said, he's a very good defender. So you would have, rarely do you see a team that can bring players off the bench and that they're very good defensively. And I think he's one of the premier guys in the league when it comes to that. Who do they build around if they blow it up? Honestly, there's not much. There's Kobe White, pretty much. Um, and Dale and Terry would probably see him jump in minutes. And everyone else on the team is, you have older players, right? And when you blow it up, like, what are we talking about here? Is it, is it the entire roster? Are you getting rid of... For me, I don't think that they're going to get rid of Levine, DeRozan, and Vucevic all during the same season. I don't see that happening. But in terms of the players that they do have on this roster, there's not much experience here, right? Like Julian Phillips, Terry Taylor, like there's just not much. Remember Lonzo Lonzo Ball is out and we don't know if if and when he's going to be back. But there's not a lot of young players that you can really build around on this roster. So it would probably be someone like a... um, a Kobe White who's played very well in the last, I guess in the last maybe eight, nine games. He's been he's been very good for them. And I think that's someone that you can possibly build around um, if you do trade these guys. And I don't think that Kobe White will get traded. Although I thought that he should, honestly, when he was struggling early in the season, I thought that he would be a candidate to get traded for sure. Uh, and, and should they blow it up? I think they should. Just because there's not much to build around on this team doesn't mean you shouldn't blow it up. It's always nice when you can trade some of your more veteran players and still give young players that you've drafted a chance to prove themselves in the NBA, but that's not always the case. And teams aren't always going to blow it up if they only if they have someone to kind of build around. There's cases where teams blow it up and there's absolutely no one to build around. And it's just a bunch of veteran players who have been in the league for, you know, 10-15 years. That happens as well. It's I would say it's a little bit more rare, but that does happen. And remember, when they if when they when and if they do trade some of these players, they're going to get back first of all young prospects and they're going to get back picks. And young prospects are going to get a chance to play in the NBA this season and they're going to see a lot of minutes. Because there's going to be no veteran players on the bench that are looking to kind of steal their minutes so to say. So I think that they should they should absolutely blow it up because I think that they can get a a good a decent haul for Zach Levine. And I think that they could get a good haul for DeMar DeRozan. Patrick Williams, I'm not too sure about. Caruso, I think that they can get a first-round draft pick. And Vucevic, I think you can get maybe two players and and maybe two picks. So 
if I were them, I would blow it up. Uh, next team, the Atlanta Hawks. So they are 12 and 16. Um, offensive rating is fourth. Defensive rating is 27th. Net rating 19th. Pace is fifth. Three-point shooting, they're 10th. Points per game, they're fourth. So offensively, they seem to be pretty good. Defensively, they struggle a little bit. So the package for someone like Trey Young would be huge. We're talking two or three really good up-and-coming players, prospects, whatever you want to call them, and probably three or four draft picks. You're probably thinking three first-round draft picks and maybe two second-round draft picks or pick swaps, whatever the case may be. The package would, would be huge for, for someone like a Trey Young. Uh, Trey Young and DeJounte Murray partnership hasn't really worked out. I, I thought it was going to be a lot better than what it is. And it just hasn't, frankly, worked out um, since the trade from San Antonio. I thought that defensively, DeJounte Murray would take off would take a lot of pressure off Trey Young defensively. Uh, and maybe that has been the case. You just haven't... I just thought that there would be a better team that would be fighting for, you know, second or third seed in the East, which has not happened. Um, So has it... Has it failed the project? I think that it, it has. I think people expected a lot more from the team. I mean, DeJounte's numbers are still still very good. 20 points per game, um, four and a half uh, assists, sorry, four and a half rebounds, five assists, three-point shoot is around 37%. You know what I mean? He's a really good defender, one and a half steals. So he does a lot of things, but I think that a lot of people, including myself, thought that the pressure would be would be off of um, Trey Young defensively. And DeJounte Murray still has a contract until 2027-28. And that year he has a player option for $31 million. So it hasn't really worked out. Read rumors that the New York Knicks are would be interested in him. I like that move. I do like that move from New York. Um, and Young is just as good as he was in his first two seasons. I feel like we don't really talk about him too much in the in him in the sense that he's one of the better players in the NBA. Now, is he a top 10 player? I don't know, but he's in that 10 to 15 for sure, in my opinion. Numbers speak for themselves. I understand that the winning hasn't been there, so we always intend to kind of push guys to the side if the winning isn't there, but the numbers speak for themselves. Not everyone in this league can average 28 and 10, and he's done that. I think his career average is like 26 and 9 or whatever. Um. There's guys that they've been banking on that haven't really worked out. So DeAndre Hunter, uh, Okongwu, Onyeka Okongwu, AJ Griffin, his minutes are down from last season. So those are their draft picks that haven't really, so far, that haven't worked out. At least I expected a little bit more from them than what they've shown because these are all lottery picks apart from, I think, AJ Griffin. They're just steady guys, but they haven't taken that next step. Um, Jalen Johnson and Bogdan Bogdanovich have been great this season. So Jalen Johnson was 14-7-2 this season, 59% from uh, a field goal percentage, 43% from three, and he's been out injured now, so they miss him a lot. And I actually had him as one of my players to watch this season. I thought that he would have a breakout year. Uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, 18-3-3, 47% from uh, the field and 41% uh, from three. He's a six-man uh, candidate, I think, in this league. At least this season, he's been cooking, as the kids say. Especially the last, I'm going to say, seven, eight games, he's been absolutely outstanding for them. But again, they're just not winning many games, and it feels like it's the same story uh, every season since Trey's been there. Would I blow it up? This is a tough one. 
blowing it up would mean trading Trey Young. I don't think I'm ready to do that. I would tinker with the lineup, though. So is someone like Jeremy, um, Jeremy Grant available? Or any two-way small forward? I would try to get someone like that on this team. And then you still have DeJounte Murray. You have Trey Young. You would have someone like a Jeremy Grant. Let's use him in, as an example in this. And then power forward, I don't know who you'd have. Would you have Jalen Johnson if, if he's still on the roster? If I'm looking to trade Jeremy Grant, I'm looking to get back Jalen Jalen Johnson. I think he's gonna he's gonna be a solid player in this league. So I'm not sure if I would blow it up just yet. Clint Capella is getting up there in age. He's, I think, another candidate that could look to get traded. So it's an interesting thing. The only thing with me is there there's a lot of players on this roster that they've drafted that just haven't panned out. A lot of guys. So that's that's the that's kind of the thing that I look at and I say, uh, that's there's a reason why I would want to trade some of these guys and look if I could get something uh, back for them. And that's just, it's been three or four seasons and I just haven't got out of these guys what I need to get out of them. And at some point, I think you, you kind of have to cut ties and, and look elsewhere. So that's my opinion on it. So I would tinker with it. I would not blow it up just yet. I would tinker with it. I would try to add a two-way small forward or power forward and then go from there. Just see how it works out this this season and in the offseason. You could look to tr- trade DeJounte Murray. You could look to trade the small forward that you got back. And maybe you entertain trades for Trey Young and you go into a full rebuild. But as of right now, I would just tinker with it. Utah Jazz, 11 and 18. Offensive rating 24th, defensive rating 25th, net rating 26th, pace 16th, three-point percentage 23rd, points per game 24th. So they're bottom half in the league in pretty much uh, everything. I think that they could get a really nice haul for uh, marketing. Last year's All-Star. There have been some rumors that they could possibly trade him. I think Jordan Clarkson and Colin Sexton could fetch them a good return too, especially Jordan Clarkson. A guy off the bench who can get you buckets, who's been in the league for a long time. I th- I think that he can get you a good haul. So he's been in the league for nine years. I think it could get you a decent haul to where you can get some nice young players back, or at least a young player and a bunch of draft picks. I think John Collins is on his way out too. I think that was a bad signing for them or trade. I I can't remember what they did, but I just I think John Collins. There was a se- there was that season where he was really good, and then he's kind of flatlined and dropped off ever since and just haven't been a big fan since since then so it looks like he's on his way out and if they go into full rebuild i think that they will trade him there's i don't think there's a reason to keep someone like john collins um keontae george and walker kessler could be solid building blocks so we saw what they did with rudy gobert for a number of years where he was the man in the middle he controlled the paint defensively i think walker kessler could kind of step in and do that exact same thing uh, Keontae George, guy who can make shots, guy who can make threes. I was that's one of the picks that I said you watch out for this guy because he could be very good in the league. Uh, Taylor Hendricks, I was big fan out of him uh, of him out of college. He can do it on both sides of the ball. He could do it defensively and offensively, and would get more minutes with pretty much any trade that they make. And he's been playing a lot better uh, since he came back from injury earlier in the season. I would 
I would blow this team up. I would blow it up because I think there's enough to work with. The Keontae George, the Walker Kessler, and the Taylor Hendricks, I think that's those are enough pieces to kind of uh, build around. And Bryce Sensenbaugh as well, if you want to include him in that player that you can build around, you're more than welcome to include him. You have Taylor Horton Tucker, I think, for another season. He's had an okay season this year. We've been very critical of him. And we actually, we don't even really talk about him since he left um, the Lakers. But he's had a solid season this year. He was bad last year, but he's had a solid season this year. Um, Akbaji from, from Kansas as well. He's He's been hot and cold as well. But again, with any trade, I think he would get more minutes. So... I would this team I would um I would blow up and I would see what I can get in the open market for Laurie Markin and again Laurie Markin I think could get you two or three solid players and probably two or three draft picks that's just the way that the NBA works so yeah he's another guy who could be on the trade block Detroit Pistons 2 and 6 2 and 26 sorry Offensive rating 28th, defensive rating 26th, net rating 30th, pace 8th, three-point shooting 30th, which is last, and points per game 28th. So, Kate Cunningham, uh, after they lost their 24th in a row, came out and said that there's no way that this is a 2-26 and team. I completely agree with him on that statement. I don't think that they're this bad. There's some talent on this team. You got Kate Cunningham, Boyan Bogdanovich, who can shoot the lights out, Jalen Duran, and Osir Thompson. That's just to name a few. You still have guys like Jaden Ivey. You still have James Wiseman, if you want to throw him into that. Marcus Sasser, um, Isaiah Stewart. There's some decent pieces here. Isaiah Livers, if you want to throw in him as well in there, that's fine. There's some decent pieces here. I just, I'm just not sure that these pieces work well together. Their biggest asset, depending on if they're willing to part ways with Cade Cunningham or not, their biggest asset is Boyan Bogdanovich. And they should have done it last season when they could have got a pretty good haul. He's been injured to start the season. He's back now, but he's also a year older. So last season would have been the perfect time, I think, to trade him. They were getting offered. I can't remember what it was, but I think it was upwards of one to two first round draft picks and two players. And there was a lot of teams interested from Miami to the Lakers, if I'm not mistaken. I think Philly was there as well. So there was a lot of interest garnered in him. They just decided not to do it. And I think that was a huge mistake from them and they should have done it because they knew this season that it was just going to be a lot of young guys and he doesn't really fit the mold of what they're trying to do going forward. And he's one of the, he is actually the oldest player on the team. Joe Harris is the second oldest. And Joe Harris is another guy who doesn't really play there as well. Uh, I've been disappointed in James Wiseman. Uh, I thought he would have a breakout season this year. He was 13-8 and eight in 24 games last season, 22 starts. He missed a lot of it due to injury, if I'm not mistaken. <clears throat> Actually, he was traded from Warriors last season, wasn't he? I liked what I saw, and I was like, oh, 13-8. and eight. He should be very good next season. Not very good, but I expected 15-8 maybe this season. But to be fair, Jalen Duran has stepped up, so Wiseman's numbers have gone down. Yeah, so he was traded last year from the um, Golden State Warriors. So I was right. Sorry about that. So a guy like Jalen Duran has really stepped up. <coughs> so you can say that Jalen has taken some of his minutes and Isaiah Stewart plays ahead of him as well. And yeah, they they have a lot of big bodies. Marcus Bagley as well. Marvin Bagley, sorry, has played and started some games for them. So they've kind of had a little rotation going on. 
Jaden Ivey's role has diminished. Four less points per game, six uh, six minutes less than last season. Interesting enough, his field goal percentage has increased, though, on less shots. So that's good to see. At least he's a little bit more effective than he was last season. But again, he was a starter last year. I get it that Jay, uh, Kate Cunningham was out, so he had the ball in his hands a lot offensively. This year, it hasn't been the same for him. Comes off the bench. So huge uh, diminishing role for him. Another draft pick who was, who was taken very high. So, and I and I think even with him, I think that he's a player that they would entertain, entertain trades for. I think anytime you have a guy who starts the first year and then gets demoted to the bench, you're willing to listen to trades for him. That's just me. I don't, I don't know. But I feel like <clears throat> that's kind of what you're doing here. So this team, should they blow it up or not? I don't think that they should blow it up. I think that there's enough to build around. You have a guy like Marcus Sasser, I'm a huge fan of. Eight points per game, two and a half assists, 43% from three. Jalen Duran, as I mentioned, 13-11, two and a half assists, 1.4 blocks. Asur Thompson, 10-8-2 and 1.8, uh, 1.5 blocks a game. And then you also add Cade Cunningham to that. Now, again, Boyan Bogdanovich won't finish the season with the, with the D- Detroit Pistons. I at least don't think he will. I look for him to get traded. I think Jaden Ivey is going to get traded, and then the rest is is kind of up to the management. Although, I think their uh, GM or owner came out today and said that expect big changes. So what that means, I don't know. Big changes to me means Cade, Cun- Cade Cunningham is getting traded. It could mean something totally different to someone else, or it could be a lot of smaller trades. But there's 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 building blocks here to build around. They just don't have an alpha. They don't have a for sure go-to guy. I don't think... Because I don't think Cade is, is a, a sure go-to guy on this roster, at least not yet. Maybe with different players around him, he would be, but I don't think he is right now. So, I don't think that they should blow it up. I think that they should tinker kind of similar to, I think I said about Atlanta. I think they should tinker as well. And just see if you can maybe add a veteran player to this team to kind of solidify this and put this all together and have someone for these guys to look up to I think that's cool but in full rebuild mode when you've been rebuilding for such a long time I don't think I would do that I really wouldn't do that and they've whiffed to be fair to be fair they've been better on their late draft picks than they have on their lottery picks I think Duran was a steal and I think that uh, who else Isaiah Stewart's been been solid Marcus Sasser, Cade Cunningham's eh, leaves something to be desired. Jay Ivey, I've already talked about. So, yeah, I would tinker with it. I wouldn't blow it up. And the fifth team that I'm going to quickly talk about, going to make this very fast. Uh, San Antonio Spurs, 4-23. Uh, points per game, 27th. Uh, opponents point, points per game, 27th in that. Pace, they're third in. Uh, offensive rating 29th, defensive rating 24th, and net rating 29th. So, honestly, just give the ball to Wembanyama and get out of the way. And whatever else they want to do, they can do. But taking the ball out of that man's hands, I think, is is crazy. And I would just let him go out there and, and do his thing because you have nothing to lose. I said when when 
San Antonio got the first overall pick. I thought it was a great match made in heaven with with Popovich and Wembanyama because he has one of the veteran, one of the best coaches of all time, probably maybe second, third best of all time to kind of teach him. But there's a generation gap here, a big one. And I don't think that's worked out very well. Like they have Sohan running point guard. Devin Vassell starts some games, other games he comes off the bench after you just paid him. It's such a weird... Keldon Johnson as well, who's offensively very good. <coughs> it's almost a weird collection of players. I, I Like, I can't describe it, but it that's just how it feels. It has Zach Collins. I mean, I don't know. Trey Jones I'm a big fan of. And then there's just a bunch of random players. Like, Blake Wesley hasn't played much. And there's some other guys. But holy smokes, like... Wembanyama is is the biggest prospect since LeBron. He should be touching the ball every time down the court. And I think some of the guys are holding him back a, a little bit. So in terms of them, if they were to blow it up, I think it'd be completely fine because you're keeping Wembanyama, you're getting rid of everyone else or at least most of the other pieces around you, around him. I think that's com- totally fine. I think that's totally fine if they were to do that. So I could see them trading away some some pieces and maybe get a pass first point guard who can get the ball to Victor and let him do his thing. I think he's had a, all things considered, I think he's had a really good season. He's had some growing pains, which is expected of any player, any rookie coming into the league. But I've been I've been impressed. And there's there's times where he does look bad. Like I said, there's it, it's just growing pains. There's sometimes where he looks bad. Like I remember his first game, there's, there's just some fouls that he picks up that that he got baited into when you're looking at him and you're like, man, this guy looks like he's been playing basketball for 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 three months. And there's sometimes offensive or defensive plays that he makes where you're like, this guy looks like he's played for 20 years and he's 18, 19, whatever, how old he's. Like he can he can do some things for you, man. Such a solid building piece. And if I'm the Spurs, I'm 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 looking to get him more help for sure. That's the episode for today. Thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. Remember, you can listen to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, CastBox, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, Overcast, Pocket Cast, or Radio Public. And remember to rate the podcast on Spotify. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch up again down the road. Take care.